All right, we are back with some more updates from Pro Play Games. Mr. George Machado back on the channel. How are you doing this evening, sir? Awesome. Fantastic. Uh, can't wait. Uh, I'm really, really getting anxious to actually feel Chapter 2 cards in my hand, finally, and not seeing them on my screen every single day, teasing me. <laughs> it's really weird right because it's like you get like one day where it's like a card and then you get a day where it's like 20 cards <laughs> and then like the next day and then like over the weekend we got nothing it's just like i just want them now like let me just play yeah them. please <laughs> like, it's, it's like another like, week right it's, it's like 10 days away right like we're so close it's just so like close. oh like, just just drop them in my app let me move on let's just figure it out <laughs> but yeah i agree it's fun so um speaking of rise of the bloodborne we got lots to talk about because you're hosting events just mere weeks after Rise is, is launched. But first and foremost, I wanted to kind of recap, uh, not fully, but like I wanted to like discuss, you know, Miami, right? Miami, we had 214 players, lots more than that registered that couldn't be there. But we had a gigantic size event. And from you, you know, to hear, like, you know, giving you the platform to kind of tell everyone exactly how it went, how you feel about it. What do you think's going on? You know, like what did what did PPG learn from Miami? Uh, well, Miami was historic. It was one for the books. Obviously, like this leads the milestone for the largest Loricana event organized to date. Um, I mean, to the point where that capacity wasn't even covered in the the floor guides for uh, Robinsberger. So it was definitely a fun one. And a shout out to all the staff and the judges that kind of like helped put all that together. The commentators doing a fantastic job you can find all the you know video um rematches up on our youtube channel because those are fantastic obviously we had dan uh gabby and fernando casting the hell out of that and it was very very fun to see and cast and the storylines were there it was great to see a champion all the way from puerto rico kind of come in and just take the crown uh, from some of the best card game players from other card games ever, yeah. really. I mean, yeah. you had YCS champions, you know, you had GP grinders. It was it was great to see. Um, and then, you know, the judge staff, that was, you know, there was there's no official judge. So how do we, you know, it was very professional crew of guys uh, that just had the history from past card games. And, um, you know, once you judge one game, um, you know, it's, 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 it's an easy transition for the most part, uh, right. for those that are in the competitive card game scene. So it was, uh, they made it look easy and, you know, shout out to them. Um, yeah, but just to intervene real quick, it's like a, you know, an outsider on the, on the out. I didn't really hear too many judge calls. It might've been, it might've been a nice, easy weekend for them. Like they, they did come up for sure, but I've been to other events where it feels like every three and a half seconds, someone's raising their hand, calling for a judge. It felt like a pretty smooth room. And that's a that's definitely something to say about just Lorcana and its mechanics in general, how yeah. smooth they are and how easy they are to integrate, especially when you have a background. But even those that didn't have a background right. in trading card games, just to be able to be able to read and execute uh, without much, uh, you know, uh, insight from a third party. So it was great to see that for sure because I yeah. think that means a lot for the longevity of the game. And for the competitiveness of the game, honestly, uh, there's some games that thrive competitively that are just very intricate. But, yeah. you know, most of the time, not having that extreme intricacy is just another, you know, I feel like barrier of entry that you don't need yeah. to have. And it's great that Lorcana doesn't have that. So, And it can even attribute to, you know, the, the length of time of the event. Like it felt like the event ran pretty quickly. The rounds went off like really, like honestly, really flawlessly. It felt like, 
uh, as like from, from the commentator side, I didn't have to fill much time in between the rounds that we didn't go to breaks, which I think we did that. Like maybe like every so often, like we would take a break, I think every couple rounds, but realistically we had to, you know, fill those times. It wasn't difficult because we were able to get rounds going with like within five to 10 minutes of them ending, which is, I mean, that's spectacular. <laughs> the time management was great. We were able to slide in lunch break to make sure everybody was able to kind of like just refresh after the, the three grinding rounds and kind of just like get back in that right headspace, make sure that they were filled up, hydrated, ready to go. Having the concessions on stand was great. Yeah. Uh, there were some factors outside of our control, like the room, like we didn't, it wasn't our room. So like there was a lot of things like the AC maybe not being where we wanted it to be that we just didn't have much control over. But with all those barriers, I think in general, everybody just had a fantastic time. They oh, yeah. loved everything about what was going on. Um, and uh, honestly, I'm just looking forward to more uh, events like that um, where we don't have an additional barrier of entry to kind of like come in and play. It was yeah. just kind of just open to, to the, to, to the public, you know, uh, yeah, having all the illustrators there was, was super cool too. So, yeah, it was a uh, kind of a luxury. Um, so, I guess going through that, you know, a lot of the things that we were looking for uh, on site were, you know, player feedback. But I wanted to give you the opportunity to really like, discuss this. Like, what type of feedback is important for you to hear? You know, coming out of these events. You know, now we've hosted a few of them. You have a couple coming up. Like, what are the things that you would like to hear from players so you can learn from that? Well, uh, the prizing obviously is something that uh, we want to make sure we find our footing on to make sure that it's something that's sustainable um, and, and something competitive and worthwhile for people to come out there. Obviously, like putting up that amount of product consistently is not something that's like feasible. Um, that's why we kind of look at each tour stop and we look at the barriers of entry, whether it requires a con badge, doesn't have a con badge, um, what city it's located in. Uh, the timing, is it around a set release? Is it two weeks in? Is it four, Is it a month in? Uh, these are all things that we like to kind of custom make for the player experience to kind of just, you know, set expectations and make sure that these things are, you know, as well advertised or as much, you know, mm -hmm. set up for as much success as possible. So um, that's definitely something that we'd like to, you know, see if, if that pricing is like worth, um, you know after con badge or no con badge or whatever obviously different contracts are different with different venues and cons that we work with but um and then um yeah just the i think the <clears throat> things like top cut like it's not really said like do you want to see higher seed going first do you want to not do you want to have that random those are things that are usually not covered right like um, without without like a true comprehensive rules or tournament rules like we're definitely just winging it right <laughs> For the most part, we like to use other games of kind of right. like, uh, you know, as as as, as, as a baseline. Yeah, but um, but but love to see what you know this community because this community is a little bit unique. I mean, it does have a lot of cross pollination from other games, but a lot of them kind of come in with no real guideline or expectation. So, what just makes sense for them in their head coming into this TCG space and playing a competitive tournament? Um, and then side events too, um, loving, uh, like we saw certain side events do a lot better than others. Mm -hmm. So always trying to find our footing as to like what side events people want to see in order to, you know, like one that we would love to put on that a few people asked about was sealed. Yeah. That seems super fun, especially with the rules set for sealed. But once again, you have that product limitation where it's just like, how do you actually execute this yeah. um, without it, you know, uh, with, it, with it just being sustainable, right? Like, yeah, it, it, it would have to be like, especially like uh, in like, you know, you were running like eight man pods 
uh, for mm -hmm. core constructed mm -hmm. events, which is great. But I don't even think it, it's really unrealistic to do that for draft. Like it's just yeah. not, it's not feasible. So it's like, mm -hmm. even if you could maybe say like, Hey, I can do one of these, you know, but like, that's, that's just, that's really difficult in itself because product is just so hard and it's so scarce. Yeah. So maybe finding like some multiplayer format, some eight player, eight demand, uh, eight on, uh, eight player on demand events that, um, people really like to see that we can continue running at like a cost efficient rate. That's also like sustainable. Um, those are all things that I think, uh, you know, as we kind of get a little bit more veteran with our community and the Lorcana community that we can make sure that you're not just, you know, when you go out to these events and you have the, this big time commitment and you're traveling and doing all the stuff, you want to be able to lay back and be like, oh, I didn't do so hot in the main event. It wasn't my day. I didn't have those matchups line up for me. Let me go into a side event mm -hmm. and maybe recoup some of those, you know, um, you know, those losses. potential yeah. losses or, or gains or whatever, because yeah. now you're playing for like additional value. And we had people winning gift sets, you know, all weekend, which was really fun to see. Um, so we had it set up in a way that um, people were able to continue to stay in the room, cheer their buddies on, cheer their teammates on, even if they didn't do so hot in the main event because they were out of the running and prizing. Um, and then just kind of participate in those things. So, um, you know, and stuff like a, that. Just an idea. How much were, were the entries for the, the, the winner gift sets? I think there were like 10 or something like I th that. I yeah. think there were like 10 bucks, right? So it was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you know, $10 play, have mm -hmm. a chance to win the gift sets. Mm -hmm. Obviously that's just what you had on hand, right? Like mm -hmm. we didn't, mm -hmm. you didn't have troves. You didn't have like really extra packs. No, yeah. Like that, so yeah, yeah, yeah. We had a small had. little like pack ones that were like, you know, five bucks or something like that, but oh, they were like yeah. smaller pods, like four mans or something yeah. like that. And and those were more like casual based formats, like the multiplayers, which a lot of right. people didn't, weren't like super down for like multiplayer. Um, mm. I mean, it does become like, you're playing the Ursula's for sure. You're playing yeah. the You Have Forgotten Me's because they're just yeah. all really good cards. So, like, maybe that format's just not pushed enough. But I think in a world where they really push it and they give, like, some type of, like, exclusive, maybe deck building restrictions, but also just, like, prizing for it. Yeah, um, I mean. That, it, that we, it can see success. We know from past experiences that most multiplayer formats are created, like, by the community. So it's one of those where it's like we're still so young and there there is right. rules for it, which is nice, but the chapter one stuff might just be not enough to really be creative with it. So mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think over time, maybe it grows. We'll have to see. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But yeah, stuff like that, just being able to have various things running alongside the main event for those who didn't um, do so hot is definitely something that I, I think has a lot of potential um, as we kind of like train our community to not just, you know, be all yeah. main event um but so yeah definitely, definitely let us know in the comments you know what prizes would you like to see inside events uh we'll definitely be monitoring it george and i have an open connection it's things like that i can share the information and we're like you know you're just looking to create better settings and honestly more reasons to play lorcana after a certain point right like we had 214 players show up in miami and after three rounds before lunch you know, a third of those players were technically eliminated from top cut. So what do you do with an extra 60 players? Like you have to have reasons for them to hang around and play and, and still have a way to kind of like, like, you know, indulge in community. And I, I think mm -hmm. it would be nice if we're able to figure out uh, ways to like really help the community with these other type of events at the grander stages. Yep. The, and, and talking about that, we had the, the highly successful uh, 3v3 that we had on Sunday as well too. Um, we had a good amount. Of, I want to say like 20 something teams 
and um everybody kind of yeah i think so yeah like it's a format where everybody kind of like sticks to their own ink so like if i'm amethyst nobody else in the team can play amethyst for example so it works out really well at least with the ink spread that we have currently which is six inks each person takes two and there's no you know crossover or overlap to your credit there was a lot of single players yeah, that came up was, yeah. and said, hey, listen, like, I want to play in the event, friends. but right. I need help. Like, I need friends. Mm-hmm. And then more people would come in. They'd be like, oh, there's two of us. We need an extra. There was, like, I was sitting there on Sunday morning <laughs> during my break from commentating watching you literally <laughs> put teams together. <laughs> so just because, it, like, you don't have a team doesn't mean you wouldn't be able to participate. There was plenty of players that came up and were still able to play in that event. Yeah, and people had, like, multiple decks on them or they just built, you know, the deck from one day to the next because – there was so many vendors there, including ourselves, that we just had like a plethora of every single that you right. were kind of just able to like craft and make whatever you wanted to play. Or if you played against something like funky or creative in the main event, you're able to switch your deck um, and kind of like play in the side event with whatever else you wanted to play with. So, um, so yeah, that was really fun to see. And I think that um, overall, the side events had a huge success alongside uh, the main event um, to kind of just like create this perfect storm of everybody just having fun, whether they ran deep in the main event or if they just you know fell short in the main event and still had other things to kind of enjoy with um you know the lower counter trading card game yeah any final words on miami no i mean i i'm looking forward to put on something um you know more historic or larger than that of course we always want to set you know milestones for ourselves and you know break records and and such so we're we're hoping for that other perfect storm of um you know factors to kind of line up together in um you know in either one of our um you know announced uh, upcoming events or one of our unannounced uh, upcoming events obviously there's a lot of different things that kind of come into putting in a, a like a spectacular show like that but um th- we were you know, we were blessed enough to kind of get the support of everybody to kind of come together for that event and uh, we're looking to you know do that again uh, in yeah. the future well, starting out on the uh, you know the next track here in the Lorcana OP tour, we have uh, the Columbus, uh, the Greater Columbus Convention Center in Columbus, Ohio. This is a Saturday and Sunday top cut 2K cash, December second and third at Galaxy Con. So this was announced um, a, a couple months ago. It was announced that we were doing this, but we announced mm-hmm. the prizes on commentary at Miami. Uh, you know what 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 is Aside from the obvious elephant in the room that is Rise of the Floodborne will release and it will be legal for this tournament, mm-hmm. uh, what else is, is there to be excited about for you know coming and participating in GalaxyCon's PPG Tour? Well, I think it's going to be great because obviously we're going to have some t- semblance of product, whether it just be in singles form or in singles and products uh, or even products in the side event for Floodborne. Um, as of today recording, we don't have actual numbers for what we expect for Chapter 2. Um, but uh, our goal and prerogative since day one for Lorcana has really just been has been to just hold on to that product and make sure that we use it um, to feed the players of the competitive, uh, you know, in the, in the organized play fashion. So um, we don't have anything that's super solid that we can uh, commit to right now. But um, the, the idea is to at bare minimum have those singles kind of like we did at NDK uh, Denver. To make sure that players can come in there, finish their deck, or you had on, deck I mean, scratch. you had plenty, plenty of singles at Miami as well, yeah. Yeah, but NDK was a little bit more right, 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 because it was like 
two a weeks week after yeah, official, it was like, or no it was it was official release week so it yeah. was like <laughs> which people is the showed same up thing. there yeah it's with the their same two, thing chapter two yeah. yeah with their two oh really okay cool yeah. so that's funny the exact same thing exactly yeah, literally so the same thing <laughs> people will definitely then be appreciative of like what we have there for to make sure that they can fine-tune their deck and um be able to compete with the you know the final version or the perfected version of their deck whatever they end up grinding on pixelborn whatever the meta ends up being a pixelborn kind of like usually transitions in one shape shape or form depending on like what people's card pool kind of look like when that day comes out but but yeah uh so obviously we wanted to make sure that we at least for galaxy con and for hall map because they were both set two metas and both require set two product um we wanted to make sure that they were both consistent in prize support. Um, so we kind of just went with the cash prerogative. A lot of cash tournaments you see, uh, they're usually like 1Ks. There's not many 2Ks out there. Uh, so so we figured uh, let's double the the, the average and, and make it a 2K. So um, hopefully that's, you know, um, you know, competitive enough to see a lot of, I've already heard of people flying in from Puerto Rico, other places in yeah. the world to kind of come out and compete because the tournament experience is going to be great. Obviously it's going to be live streamed and, uh, we want to make sure that we put on the, the most competitive tournament uh, as possible and then uh, provide extra value in any way, shape or form we can at the event, whether it be, you know, uh, providing singles that you normally wouldn't have at your local game store, providing product that you wouldn't, you know, normally find anywhere or just being able to you know play for these prizes where you're just like everybody like when you play for prizes it's like everybody's chipping in but you're getting the product for you know near nothing so it's really cool to be able to win a gift set for 10 bucks it's really cool to win a you know uh, a pack for five or whatever um so we're gonna see uh you know we're gonna see how the attendance for these go um these unfortunately part of the contract we weren't able to remove the con badge for these two specific events but it's something that once we see attendance numbers compared to without con badge versus con badge this is something that we can use in negotiations in 2024 events to kind of find that perfect threshold and obviously like there is this price sensitivity that exists out there and we want to make sure that we feel that out to to really attend to the majority of players and obviously we want each one of these to be 200 plus so we're going to do everything that we can to kind of set those up for success so right and, and it is with that to say it's um you know having more than one reason to go to the event is nice uh but you're also you know as we're we were talking about miami we're trying you know to set up a scenario that okay you're not all in on the main event either so if we can mm-hmm get the right numbers for the uh, side events then it's like you're still there to play lorcana the whole day you don't have mm-hmm. to you know you don't have to do stuff you don't want to do so if you want to go Correct. and play lorcana the goal mm-hmm. would definitely be to set up ways for people to continue to play lorcana all day long um mm-hmm. and you definitely you know you, you have the judge staff to, to to run multiple events at the same time it was mm-hmm. not difficult mm-hmm. at all so you have the staff for all those things so people don't need to be worried about those um and you know you had the vendors going all day. Like you, you're, the staff was large. It was a big. Mm-hmm. It was a big setting for anyone that wasn't in Miami and doesn't really understand. You know, it was a very large amount of player. Like there was a large commitment of community here to make this thing work and work so very well. So that's the whole point. Is like getting into a scenario of Columbus. Of yes, you have to buy a badge this time. It's a little more expensive. Uh, it's Ohio. I'm not making fun of Ohio. I swear. 
I am a little <laughs> bit. Um, but, how dare you? Uh, how dare I? <laughs> but the point is that finding other things to do at this event, you know, if it just means playing more Larkana, then, you know, George and PBG are trying to definitely oh, sure. set that up. They, they want they want people to stay in the area, play the game, of and, enjoy course. And, and be the game, right? Yeah, and if you don't, these two upcoming conventions are like five plus or 10 plus years and like they're veteran conventions so there is going to be a lot and they really pride themselves probably you can tell from the con badge that um they pride Mm -hmm. themselves in making sure that entertainment and attractions are of no shortage of these events and we're only but a speck on their radar honestly um right right the other titles and partners that they kind of bring in so uh, if you're any type of, you know, if you're familiar with the con scene whatsoever, um, you know, I would be, uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised uh, to to see what they put on as far as, you know, additional attraction and additional things. If you just wanted to go there, play a little bit of Lorcana, decompress, but also enjoy the con, obviously, um, you'll, you'll have that option to, right. to explore it to its fullest. So. So talk to me about the Marriott World Center, Orlando, Florida, December 21st and 22nd. Uh, the day one of Swiss is Thursday, and the mm-hmm. day two top cut is Friday at the Holiday Matt Sori Convention. P.S. I oh. got to give a shout out. Pedro is the graphics guy. I love yeah. the Christmas on the PPG logo. Yeah. <laughs> shout out to Pedro. Very good. Yeah, it's very unique. Uh, I love the little like touches that we can that we're able to kind of like spin off creatively. Yeah, to make these uh, all encompassing. So obviously, as you can tell, this is right before Christmas, guys. So like if you're if you have that luxury of being able to get that extended vacation, um, this is something that's going to like flow really well for you because you're in Orlando. You're you're not too far from uh, Disney World. Um, and then, uh, you have the, that whole weekend and following days off typically because it is a holiday time. So if you have, if you need an excuse to use that PTO, uh, I think this is it because it's going to make for a really fantastic weekend. This is one of uh, the unique cons that we typically, you know, don't, um, exactly, uh, you know, go full on if they're like weekday cons, but this one kind of lined up, um, not only scheduling wise, but um, it kind of gave people time to get their set too. Yeah. Uh, it was in Orlando, which is a like if anybody's part of Florida, I mean, like they yeah, breed just, card game players here. We just like. had 214 people come to an event in Miami, and, uh, yeah. and Orlando in my Orlando in you know Christmas time doesn't sound like the worst plan ever. So yeah, it's it's but a four hour drive if you're from Miami, so they're not right. too far apart. And just Orlando typically always gives us higher numbers in Miami, anyways. Um, when you're talking about like consistent, um, you know, experience, but um, we know that this one might be a stretch, but um, we're willing to give it a go. We got the right. support of Holiday Matsuri. And we wanted to just, you know, put on something before end of year that said, hey, we put on three events before end of year since the drop of Lorcana. Let's attack 2024. And hopefully we have more information by that event. That's Mm -hmm. when we want to be able to give people more information about our 2024 dates. And by that time, we'll have that information of like, are we sticking with these at cons? Are we moving away from um, the con experience? Um, what exact? How are we exactly going to attack this? Are we going to go with product and and maybe finding outside ways to secure this product to make sure that 
you know, we're, we're able to provide a constant product experience or are we just going to be able to throw money or additional money or whatever to these events and, and make them uh, worthwhile. So that, that one's going to be an exciting climax to the season. Um, and then, the year, you know, hopefully yeah. we have chapter three by then, you know, information. You know, so that way we know, oh, is chapter three coming out, you know, in February or March or when is it? You know? um, uh, yeah. Yeah. Late February, <laughs> early March. Sounds about yeah. right. Happy birthday to me. So, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that one's going to be exciting. Mm -hmm. That one, uh, like I said, also huge con, huge party con, too, for those party goers. I'm too old for that, but I'm, I'm sure one, some of you uh, young <laughs> I'm with you. probably get into that. <laughs> um, but, yeah, we'll see. I'm, I'm super excited for it. And, um, you know, uh, we're, we're going to be live streaming both of those like normal and, um, you know, really excited to see who, who we crown our, our set two champion, honestly. Fair, fair. All right. So speaking of 2024, uh, Disney Lurkana and Robinsberger, they have they have a fit like they unofficially officially announced that they are going to be making an announcement. I just said so many things at once, but I, hopefully you guys got it. There's an announcement coming in quarter one about potential quarter two official competitive play. So my question to you is, how does that affect PPG and does it even affect you? Mm -hmm. um i mean that's great first of all i i we want to see because all the games that we carry unofficially we also carry officially as we give the get the opportunities to do so obviously and and certain companies work with you know certain uh partners right. and such and um whenever the official company starts to normalize or standardize these organized play tours destinations competitive events it always means it's always positive for us right because that's that's what we want to we want to be able to open the eyes of these maybe like newer companies that are new to the landscape to be like hey this is actually important or, right. or if this wasn't a priority it should be a priority and let me show you why and that's all we kind of like hope to do every time that we put on these events um, because, uh, as we know organized play and we've worked with organized play departments from you know several different manufacturers, they're very small at times and they don't have that capacity to put on these things. And sometimes they just don't have that background mm -hmm. to know, you know, how, how much planning and, and how many things you need to do to make sure that this comes together and is right. kosher, right? Because right, a lot of right. this stuff can, can go south really fast if you don't know what you're doing mm -hmm. and you're not, you know, very entwined into the industry and how these things, you know, have to go and the insurances and all that stuff that you have to go through. Um, so, I think in general, it's very positive to, uh, to for us and, and what we're doing. Mm -hmm. There is going to be some casualties like the uh, Galaxy Con and, and, and PAX kind of uh, clash on dates. Um, and right. that's going to happen. But uh, I think Robinsberger kind of finding their footing and they'll be able to kind of like make these kind of plans a little bit more farther in advance so that they can also get a larger attendance of players and uh, kind of make sure that players can kind of like request that PTO and time off and make those tra proper travel accommodations to make sure that those events are set up for success. So I think in general, overall, very positive. I welcome them, um, you know, taking the initiative and actually wanting to do this as opposed to taking the extra time to stay radio silent and all the matter. So, and, uh, we can only hope that that's, you know, we're somebody that they can rely on to either help or reference 
when putting on successful events of their own. Fair. Uh, so what can we expect from Pro Play Games in 2024? Well, there's a lot of exciting stuff that I can't really talk about on the matter yet, but um, I want to say that there's going to be full commitment of PBG in so A couple questions. Yeah. I'll try and make it easy. You can just give me yeah. you know, side answers. Biggest common question is, do you guys do the West Coast? Oh, Does absolutely. PBG yeah. I mean, we did, we did Denver, right? That is Denver this year. Is that West Coast, right? That's like West Coast, right? Yeah. It's, it's, it's West Coast-ish. <laughs> Uh, I think so, um, but yeah, we do. You, we do do West Coast. It, it's it's much rare for sure. Yeah, um, and we have to find like a really good, I guess, like combination of factors to be able to execute a West Coast mm-hmm. uh, location versus something like an East Coast location. Right. It's not impossible, and we're definitely. I want to say like one out of five will go to the West Coast, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, we would have to do some really intense service uh, surveying to make sure that that's something that usually I think the the first ever survey that we put on uh, the majority of those destinations were East Coast and yeah. usually it's usually consistent like that for yeah. card games for us um, and I don't know maybe because we are an East Coast company I don't know exactly why but like sure. we have our following and we've right. had a following and the problem is most of our following probably shares that same sentiment because a lot of these guys go from card game to card game to card game so when they see things like that even if it doesn't apply to them they'll go and be like east coast right i think if i remember in the past you, you've done in vegas before um, yes vegas so it, it, it the point is that you know let's just yeah. say you guys do 30 events in a year like maybe three or four of them if we're lucky mm-hmm. or in the west coast and granted those events might not line up to be a lorcana either for what it's worth but it is to say that like you're not ruling out West Coast at all. It's just a matter Correct. of what you know what what comes. Yeah, if the if the cards line up and the opportunities kind of line up, then um, there's never a situation where we're like no because of the destination. If that mm-hmm. if that makes anything if that makes any sense, um, location for us is never like a make or break. It's just mm-hmm. like do we have that opportunity? Does it line up? Mm-hmm. I am gonna say that West Coast ones do make the travel a little bit more complicated because we're losing days and hours yeah. and whatever from the for travel personally, like for but the, it's not, for the yeah, but it's yeah. not, it's never, it's never a make or break. Right. Um, so you keep saying like, you know, champion of Denver champion of Miami champion of, you know, of, of the next couple, is there anything that like in other games you've ever kind of associated with champions for like, is there, you know, some, champions event like anything like that you might have like a a, a, just like a a maybe for in 2024 i mean we have in the past known um for putting on like invitationals uh we're like champions you get like round buys and um Mm -hmm. or or leaderboards that people if they're like top x on the leaderboard it's something that we're looking at potentially experimenting with in 2024 as well too but like i said there's a few different things that we want to make sure that we mature to make sure that we can actually transition into that um but yeah, it's something that we've done for games in the past before. It's it's pretty common, um, you, albeit much more established uh, games that have you know um, like mature organized play communities, which right. we want to grow this into. Right. But for now, it's so very new. Mm-hmm. Many people didn't even know what Swiss was or like what <laughs> top, you know, like it was just sure, like sure. okay, so let's 
get everybody trained up with like competitive events. Hopefully, Lorcana's initiative also trains up a lot of these players that uh, may not be familiar with the terminology or how competitive events work, and right. that will kind of transition itself to a point where I feel like we'd love to put on something like that, you know, for Lorcana. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, two questions. One for me. One from the Discord. The one for the Discord is your judge program. How do how do players get involved in that? Yeah. So if you go to pbgfmanagement.com, we have a little um, judge application tab that shows you all our upcoming stops, and uh, you can even toggle the game. So like, if you know we're gonna be in December for battle spirits or for Larkana or whatever you go and you toggle the event that you want to judge for the game. You put in your experience, you put in all that stuff. So see it as like a Google form resume kind of that helps us select or helps us um, know what event you're interested in judging. This could be various ones or it could just be one, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And then once you put in your application on there, we'll usually reach back out if we need um if we want to you know further vet you or if we want to just onboard you uh straight from the get-go so that's that's your best way in getting involved in the whole uh judge program obviously all these judge programs are mostly unofficial some of them require official judges like the bandai ones that we do official organized play for you know if there's a world where lorcana contracts us to do stuff and they have an official judge test until you fill that out, you know, yeah. we won't be able to staff you, but like, that's how it typically works. But for right now, there's nothing. So we usually use your past experience and uh, make sure that you've taken at least the community um, judge exam and mm-hmm. you have, you know, some plethora of knowledge about, uh, you know, Lorcana itself, if you were interested in a Lorcana judging position. Okay. Um, second question for me. In a world where we do get organized play through Disney Lurkana and, and Robinsberger, how excited is the player, George Machado, ex- you know, to play at oh, that level? Super. Oh, I'm 100% playing. <laughs> I mean, as long as we're not uh, associated in any way, um, obviously we would love to. Um, you know, myself and a lot of grinders from PBG, um, we're going out full force. All of us. We're squatted up. We're going. We're trying to win, you know, <laughs> all the yeah. events for sure. Um, we have some guys that, you know, eat, eat, breathe and sleep, uh, card games and they'll definitely be, uh, showing out in full force. So, nice. um, yeah, we'll, we'll be supporting in any way, which way or way, uh, that we can. All right. Well, with that, any final details on anything to close out the year? We just want to thank everybody who's kind of experienced the, the, the whole PBG experience and everybody that's worked alongside us to kind of make those things successful. And we want to continue to, you know, provide the most excellent and best player experience possible. So if you ever have, you know, positive, negative feedback or whatever, just make sure that you, you know, comment down below, let us know, shoot me a message, shoot Dan a message. I mean, we're always looking to do uh, the best that we can, and we want to make sure that this game uh, is set up for success. So um, I, I think, uh, you know, I'm just excited to see what's set to, and, you know, 2024 have in store for us. So, Agreed. Agreed. Again, hit us up in the comments. Let us know any type of feedback from PPG events, what kind of prizes we're looking for for side events, anything we talked about. If you have any questions at all about any of it, hit me up in the comments wherever you, you know where to find us and i'll have all the links for everything in the description as well thank you so much for joining me machado it's always a pleasure thank you guys have a good night